What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 89 of WFS, The Will Ford Show. Sitting down with one of my good friends, Alec Bell, ahead of uh, week 16 in the NFL, the playoffs right around the corner. And we talk about potential future head coaches for the Dallas Cowboys as they have had a very inconsistent season, uh, one of many under current head coach Jason Garrett. So we talk about the current landscape of uh, options at head coach, uh, college and NFL guys. Uh, We rank our top five coaches in the NFL currently some coach of the year and defensive player of the year in the NFL discussion. And we also talk about where we think Cam Newton may end up if his time is done in Carolina. We don't know, but we will see all that and more coming up right now in episode 89 of WFS, The Will Ford Show. Personally, believe the next coach of the Cowboys is going to be Lincoln Riley. That's my opinion. Oh, Do you want to dive into that now? If you want, we'll dive into that then. So let's let's just assume that. Well, I think I think either way, Cowboys make the playoffs or don't make the playoffs. I think Jason Garrett's gone. Either way, so we don't even have to pretend or like come up with scenarios. I think of course. Anything shy of a Super Bowl victory, Jason Garrett is gone. I now, think they make the Super Bowl. I still think he'll stay. But, but go on. That, yeah. that could be fair. You, but you get my point. Is yeah, that he's, he's gone because the Cowboys aren't winning the Super Bowl. Um, now, if he's gone, you're leaving. Oh, there's so many candidates out there. It's hard to really pinpoint them. I got to get a pen and write this down. So we have um, some college coaches, notable college coaches that have talked about that have been swirled around when it comes to the Cowboys. We have Urban Meyer, Lincoln Riley, and John Harbaugh. Oof. I would, if I, I were a Cowboys fan, I would, but... I would totally get rid of Harbaugh. Although I think he is a better NFL coach than college coach, if I'm being honest. I mean, honest. he led the 49ers to three NFC championships and to a Super Bowl. I, I, I wouldn't even be mad with John Harbaugh. I wouldn't honest. be mad, but here's why Harbaugh wouldn't work. He wants too much control of the organization and of the personnel. Yeah. That's what he's getting at Michigan. And Jerry Jones is not going to relinquish relinquish any control not for the Dallas all. Cowboys. So that you can immediately just strike off Harbaugh. I just don't think it would work. I think those two would clash too much, and it just it would be like Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones back in the nineties. How like I mean, Jimmy Johnson was an amazing coach, and we won two Super Bowls, or the Cowboys won two Super Bowls. The fan in me is talking. Um, and then booted him out because they clashed heads too much. So I don't think, I just don't think John Harbaugh would work. Or sorry, sorry, Jim Harbaugh. Did I say? Have I been saying John the whole been time? Saying John. I didn't even realize it either. I'm I've been saying John. John. I'm I'm okay, no disrespect to Jim Harbaugh. You guys just look too much alike, and you guys are both great coaches. Now, Jim Harbaugh, I just don't think would work with Dallas Cowboys. So we'll just strike him right now. Um. I'll list some other candidates. Ron Rivera was just recently fired. Very solid. Uh, who else was out there that has been recently fired 
and Mike or McCarthy, just, but I don't think I can see that. Mike happening. McCarthy is on the market. That's a good, good coach. He is a good coach. I'm not going to lie. He's a good coach. He groomed Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers into what they are now. Well, I think Brett Favre was there before Mike McCarthy, but that's neither here nor there. Um, regardless, he coached both of them. Uh, I really think those are really the, those are the best candidates. I don't. I think there was another coach, swirl like a college coach swirling around that's not as well known. Uh, I'm not big on my coaches. I know the. I'm just trying to think of NFL guys now. I think I saw something today on TV. Nick Saban was a name, but he's clearly not going to re- leave Alabama. I and, believe. Go on. And and Nick Saban is similar to Harbaugh. He's gonna. He wants too much control of yeah. the the day to day, everything, organization. Jerry I Jones just, is not gonna let that happen. So I I, I also, would cross off Nick Saban too. I also don't see Nick Saban ever leaving college football again. Same with Urban Meyer. If he coaches again, I believe it's gonna be for. Um, either Notre Dame or USC. That's just my opinion. I don't think he'll ever go to the NFL. Has, has Urban ever been in the NFL? He has no. never been in the NFL, no. So I, I just don't see Nor has he really ever expressed interest until recently when talks of the Cowboy job came up. He he just works really well with, I don't want to say kids. I, I'll say like the younger players. To 20, Young players. Old, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't I, think. I, I What I do think, though, is that if the Cowboys do get Urban Meyer, they would be a, an excellent drafting team. I could see that. I think they would draft really well across, like especially the first three or four rounds. But I think altogether they'd be probably the best drafting team in football just because of how good of a coach Urban Meyer is, but how well he knows college football because he's been at so many programs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. I do think, though, that Lincoln Riley has the best system. For the I Dallas Cowboys, yeah, for sure. Just with what he's done with different style quarterbacks, like Baker Mayfield is your typical, he's your prototypical pocket passer who is doesn't have too much size, is not terrible, is not extremely athletic, but has a little bit of mobility in the pocket. Yeah, he's he's coached him, he's coached Kyler Murray, who has an excellent arm, extremely uber athletic can outrun everybody. And then Jalen Hurts, who's kind of like, I don't know, like just a, a really good mix, mm-hmm. a really good mix of pocket passing, but is also really athletic. And he's not Lamar Jackson. Like he's nowhere near as fast as Lamar Jackson, but he plays the him, same way. I see him like, uh, I you know who see... I think of him as? Who? Actually, Cam Newton. Yeah, I can see that. I but see with a better Dak, arm. Um, I see Dak as... I don't want to say he's a poor man's um, Jalen Hurts, but like his speed. I think if Lincoln Riley came to Dallas, you would see Dak running the ball. You'd see the option a lot more, which that will open the field a lot too. And that's what I think Lincoln Riley would be a great head coach in the NFL, especially for the Cowboys who have that typical quarterback. I mean, it's not like he's coming in and working with a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady who obviously can't run the ball at all because – you know, well, yeah, like why would you do every, that to them? Exactly. Every quarterback Lincoln Riley's had has been somewhat of a runner. Ha, yeah, ha, and maybe not necessarily a runner, but you can move them out of the pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Lincoln Riley's system fits best because Dak is a mobile quarterback. He's probably the best play action quarterback, which play action is des- 
a lot of play action, especially under center, is designed for you to roll out. So mm-hmm. I think Dak on the run is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and Dak in play action is one of the best quarterbacks. And if you combine that with Lincoln Riley's system, I think he would allow Dak to kind of blossom into of course. something we're kind of starting to see, but like just even more so like a, a great top-tier quarterback. Yeah. Which I don't now, know why no one wants to admit that Dak is like he's up there with like Carson Wentz and Goff, but everyone wants to put him down well, I below. I think he's ten times better than Goff. That's he's better I. than Carson Wentz. Like I just I don't get it. But okay, but I want to do something now. I want your top five, and we can go back and forth. Top five head coaches in the NFL currently, like so currently, currently employed. Yes, currently employed. Okay, so not candidates, but employed. Okay, and we can start from one. Uh, one is Belichick. We'll have number one. Belichick one is Belichick. Sure. Um, now this is really tough. You're really making me think. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a rough one. Um, two, I would probably go with Andy Reid in Kansas City. I think I would go with Pete Carroll. Wow, that's that's a good one. I would probably put Pete Carroll right at number three. Like that's that's tough. Pete Carroll is really good. And this was like last year and this year, they were supposed to be rebuilding years for the Seahawks and Mm -hmm. their first seed in the NFC. Now, I think we might have like the same top five, just different orders. But my three is going to be Andy Reid. And your three three was Pete Carroll. Yes. And my number four would probably be Sean Payton. Uh, God, that's who I was going to say. And then Sean Payton. Five, Five, I lost five. Oh, I know five. What's it? You go ahead. You got it. Mike Tomlin. Biased? No. Look, what, look at what he has done. No, it's for, uh, this year they're they're going to make the like everyone thought this was a washed year for the Steelers and they have a shot to make the playoffs in week 17 yep. as a wild card. So I can't dog on him, but I this is who I would say. I would say John Harbaugh. Dang, you're right. That's that's tough. That's a that's cool. a that's a rough one. That is a very tough one. And if you really winner, if you yeah. if you force me to pick an honorable mention, Mike Zimmer from the Vikings. Zimmer, Mike Zimmer, very good also. John Harbaugh would probably be my honorable mention. I even think he might even slip up to five and Tomlin to honorable mention because Tomlin's have has had one very he he won a Super Bowl obviously, but I mean he's went to I think two NFC or AFC championships. And then he's choked a couple of playoff games. Now, the one against the um, Broncos, that wasn't necessarily his fault. Le'Veon was hurt. Fitzgerald, if he doesn't fumble that, I think we go to the AFC Championship. But I also believe his one Super Bowl wasn't his team. It was Bill Cowher's team. And that's not a knock on him at all because – you're still a Super Bowl champion, but I just think that was Bill yeah. You Powers put you, you kind of just put, won put the team over the top. Yeah, yeah. Now, but before this season, is Tomlin a top ten head coach? I I wouldn't put him there. But with what he has accomplished this year, I I would I just say don't know borderline how coach of the year. Yes, if we make the playoff, I think he's top five in coach of the year. If not. Obviously, I, I would put him happen. right there. I think John Harbaugh's got to be in the discu- discussion with what he's done with Lamar Jackson, kind of just completely rebuilt the offense around him. 
Mm-hmm. And and Don Harbaugh. I mean, yes. the Ravens have eleven Pro Bowlers. Even Kyle Shanahan is up there. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Kyle Shanahan's up there. Like, I I would put it as a two man race between Tomlin and Harbaugh. But the only way Harbaugh or the only way Tomlin gets it is if the Steelers make the playoffs. When do they come out with those? Is that well, after the season? I think that's after the season, and that's does it count the playoffs? Is what I'm basically asking. Uh, I don't think it counts the playoffs, but I think they're all announced after the playoffs. I think if we have, we have to go ten and six for him to get coach of the year. Nine and seven, I don't see it happening. Ten and six, it just with what he's done, with what he has, I think he would be coach of the year. But like I said, I still they're gonna look at it and be like, I don't know, because when you look at, it, yeah, he's done really good work with what we have, but. It's not like our offense has been good. It's been our defense that's been carrying the team. And I say ours because I'm being biased here. Like, yes. The defense, we've surrendered. I think the past, like, 10 games or something, teams have scored 17 points or less. I think it's been the last 10 games. And I think we're, like, 8-2 and two in those 10 games, something like that. But, again, that's because the defense has carried us and the offense has not done it anything those past 10 games right. so heck you might even want to get our defensive keith butler freaking coach of the year which is our defensive coordinator now tomlin potentially coach of the year defensive player of the year tj watt is up there stefan gilmore from the patriots i think it's Stephon Gilmore. I, I think it's gilmore too but watt has been a beast this year so is minka watt, fitzpatrick for that matter a close second minka now I, he's probably not player of the year, but I mean he's been incredible. He has, but that's just he hasn't done much lately, just because they haven't been throwing his way. Like he's been making tackles, that's because he's been running up on it. But like he hasn't gotten interceptions or forced fumbles or fumbles, just because they stopped throwing his way. Which yeah, I know that's crazy because it's a safety, but but our, if but you're basically not going to throw anything deep over the middle or down the sideline when he's covering that side. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, TJ Watt definitely up there. I think TJ Watt's number two. I think it's really close because when you look at it, T um Gilmore has what, seven interceptions, something like that. Couple touchdowns. That's why I think he and I saw this, his pro football focus rating or something like that. Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was something it was thrown to him on something. His the uh, QBR, the quarterback rating for passes thrown to him in some area was thirty-two point something, and the total QBR on passes thrown away out of bounds is thirty-nine. Yeah, so he's been ridiculously he, good. He is shutting down opponents' number one receivers week in week out. He, he is taking away an entire down. half of half of a field. He's having a Jalen Ramsey like season two that he had two years ago. Even better. even like AJ Boye, like remember AJ Boye a couple years Very ago, the year the Jags made the AFC Championship. Um, AFC Championship, yeah. Boye Boye didn't give up a touchdown until the divisional round against the Steelers. And he gave up two to Antonio and he gave up Brown. two to Antonio Brown, yeah. But like throughout that entire regular season, he didn't give up a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He was probably aside from Jalen. He Jalen Ramsey was number one, and he was the number two cornerback in football. Crazy. And now, now, and now this gone. year, 
Now this year, Gilmore is number one, and I would, you could argue that McCourty's number two. Mm-hmm. I really haven't heard much from Jalen Ramsey, to be honest. Yeah, I think he's been kind of humbled a little bit. Yep. Now he's still great. He's probably a, I think aside from Gilmore, maybe. I think number it's two kind of in the, the league. Richard Sherman situation. Those two, three years, Richard Sherman was absolutely crazy, and then they just stopped throwing to his side. I think that's what's happened to Jalen Ramsey also. They're just kind of like, okay, let's not throw to his side then if he's just gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah, why would you why would you throw to his side? In which case it makes you look better. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have the number you don't have the like the interception numbers or the pass defense numbers, but yeah. I mean no one's throwing to your side, so you can't really that's just based on your reputation. Now, TJ Watt is in the running just he has 13 sacks, six, which is, I believe, third or fourth in the NFL. He has six um, forced fumbles, which is tied for first, which these are fumbles that are like, it's not just he's sacking the quarterback. He's It's not like it's just a sack fumble. He's running down defenders and forcing fumbles. He's getting tackles for loss, forcing fumbles. And all that, I believe he has seven pass deflect. That pass is deflected as well. So he's not just getting your sacks and force. He's doing everything that a defensive end can ask, like you can ask an edge rusher to do. And he's doing more, especially getting those pass deflected. And he also has an interception to his total as well. Along with three fumble recoveries too. He's a beast, man. He's, he's more than a he's beast. just a straight up monster. Now he crazy and look at Taco Charlton, not even in the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I know the Cowboys should have drafted. Like his last name's Watt. Doesn't matter what position he plays, draft him. Like it's just football is in their DNA. I if know, your last man. name's Watt, you can play football. Even I mean, Derek on. Watt's having a very good year too. Yeah, and he's a fullback. Like. Now, you wouldn't draft a fullback in the first round, Obviously. but if you have an opportunity to take him, take a Watt, you take a Watt. You know what I mean? Exactly. Especially if it's a position of need, like the Cowboys had a couple of years ago. They needed someone on the edge and passed up on old Watt for Taco Charlton because he fit the system. <laughs> Not very well, apparently. Yeah, he barely played, but that's whatever. All right. That's... Yeah, well, we can move on. I'll, one, I want to talk about another future, like another future scenario. So the Carolina Panthers, they obviously, they fired Ron Rivera. They're going to be looking for a new coach, mm-hmm. potentially, unless they stick with their interim. And Cam Newton has been injured for the entirety of this season. You've seen Kyle Allen hold down the fort for like, I don't know, a solid five weeks until he fell yeah, apart. Now we have Will Greer close. starting tomorrow. Is or he? not tomorrow, next week. Oh, uh, Will Greer is going to start next week. Don't know why I said tomorrow. He's starting next week. And so we really don't know what the future is at quarterback for the Panthers. But my question to you Kyle is, Allen. my question to you is, though, do the Panthers reunite with Cam Newton and continue with Cam Newton, who's got one more year left on his deal after this year at $19 million, or – do they trade him off and maybe go with Allen or Greer or maybe go to the draft? No, I think they keep with Cam Newton. I mean, it depends on what you get out of Cam Newton. If he's willing 
part ways with a first round pick, you know, like a Tennessee Titans or of course a Colts, something like that. Yes, I would, I would definitely take that. But like, I don't see him really getting much on the market, like in return. So that's the whole reason why I would just stick to Cam Newton, just because, especially if it's in the final year, I would just play it out. I mean, your team's still not terrible. Like you, they were in it for a little bit this year. They it's were. not like you have. An absolutely horrid team. It's not Kyle like Allen was winning games, so yeah, he was. I believe but he was five and zero until he kind of fell apart. He's come back down to earth. I still think I would I would rule out with Cam Newton starting next year. Teams that could potentially want Cam Newton, I'm thinking. Obviously, you're thinking of teams like the Dolphins and the Bengals. I that, can see I can see the Broncos going after him. You don't like. Drew Locke? Just haven't really seen much out of him yet. That's true. That's we had one really good game out of that. Um, trying to think. I don't think the Titans would... Because Ryan Tannehill is kind of balled out this year now. I know it's yeah, Ryan Tannehill, and but... he does this He does this every other year where he'll set the world on fire, and then he's like mediocre. But like, but the thing about Ryan Tannehill is is he always has your team in contention for a playoff spot every year. You may not win the division, but you're <laughs> you're going to be in the discussion for a division for a uh, for a wild card every year. Like they did that with the Dolphins. That seven seed. I mean, when, when Tannehill gets hot, he, he gets hot, man, like red hot. Mm-hmm. I know. So I'm not sure if the Titans would go after him if they want to roll with Tannehill. That's another I, actually. It's another good question. Where does Mariota go? <laughs> another very good question. And where I does Jameis Winston go? I like, don't know if I don't. I just don't see Mariota starting, going somewhere to start. I see him I, going somewhere to fight for even, a position. I don't even know where he could go. I could see him go into like. Maybe if the Bengals were smart, they'd take Chase Young first pick and maybe go after like a Marcus Mariota, you know? Or like a Jameis or something? Yeah, Jameis Winston, something to hold you over because Chase Young is a once-in-a-generational defensive end. I think he is. I think he's better than both, both of the Bosa's. Oh, for sure, I think. Now, that's if he even comes out this year, though, because I saw something that Chase... Pick. Chase, Chase Young talked about maybe going back to his to Ohio State for a senior season. Now I I do believe I, that would be a mistake, but that would be stupid on his part. I don't want to say stupid, but I just think what's he should do what's best for him, and what's best for him is to go and be would, the first, second, third pick in the draft. I don't know if he would necessarily be the first pick because of the demand at quarterback, but he would be the best prospect. That's just such an over, I don't. I'm not saying it's an overrated position. It's an overrated need. I quarterback. If I were, if I were, if I had the first pick, I would automatically go best player available. Obviously, unless I already had a good quarterback. Like if there's a gr- once in generation generational wide receiver, I'd go with the wide receiver. Once in a generational defensive end, I'd go defensive end. Even if I had solid defensive ends, I would still go with it because this is a once in a generational type talent. Cornerback wants a generational cornerback. Go with the cornerback. You have to go with what'll make your team better today, in my opinion. And getting like a Jerbo, Joe Burrow, 
I just don't necessarily see the Bengals getting better today with it. He's not 100% set in stone to be a great quarterback also. Yeah, I don't think he's the best quarterback in the draft. I think the best quarterback in the draft is Tua, but we don't know what his injury status is like. Yeah, so that kind of throws a whole monkey, monkey wrench in the whole thing. That's the biggest Because teams may be forced to pass on Tua to go after guys like Herbert and Joe Burrow I don't like and kind of settle for maybe a lesser player instead of going after a guy who has got a Russell Wilson-type play style yeah. but has a hip injury that sidelined Bo, Bo Jackson for his career. That's just the biggest question mark in the past few years in the draft. I know we're kind of just – we're just talking and we're just going all over the place, but does – would you pass on Tua in the first round? Let's say you're – let's just say you're Cincinnati and you're you're going after a quarterback. There's no discussion. It's quarterback or nothing. Do you pass on Tua and go after like Burrow or Herbert, or are you taking Tua? Yes, I would take Burrow. So you're, you would pass just, on Tua. Just for the whole injury sake. I want a quarterback who's able to play week one, and I don't have to worry about him have a na- have a nagging injury. I mean, it's 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 really interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Because I feel like to a, I feel like he is a generational. He's like the next Russell Wilson. I think he's just a, he's a lefty Russell. I, it's just. And that's really know. unfortunate for Tua because let's just say that he holds a, a pre-draft workout okay. and he can prove to teams that he can, that the injury is not bothering him. Would that change your mind? No, that would change my mind about him going top five, but I still would take Joe Burrow. Number one. It's, I don't know, man. Like it's, there's so many like really good quarterbacks that are coming out. I uh, it it's very I know. I know what you mean. But I I think there's only one gener- one very good quarterback coming out and that's Tua. I think if Joe he Burr's gets the chance to prove it. Exactly. I think Joe's going to be a good quarterback, but I don't think he's Tua caliber if Tua stays healthy. Thank you for tuning in to episode 89 of WFS, The Will Ford Show. A big thank you to Alec Bell as well for hopping on the show, talking some NFL for a little while with me, and looking forward to having him on the show again soon. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at The Will Ford Show. Rate and review the show on iTunes. Like and comment on SoundCloud and follow me on SoundCloud as well. And also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search Will Ford or The Will Ford Show, and you can find segments of my podcast on that channel uh, just some extra content for you there as well also follow me on facebook i have a the, a page called the will ford show uh, so definitely check that out as well it's where all the episode links get posted to all the content um, so follow me on all those forms of social media and i'll see you in episode 90 this is wfs the will ford show